that this would be a long, uh, drawn-out uh, subject, and, and it won't. We aren't going to take five or six weeks like we do often with uh, subjects because we don't have a lot of time on Wednesday nights. Uh, this one will be a little bit shorter, uh, but uh, let's go ahead and quickly review the things that we've already looked at. In Proverbs 11, verse 24, the Bible says, There is that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but attendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. And then some even add verse 26, although it's not dealing with the subject necessarily of giving. It's about a salesman. It's about a man selling. Uh, and it says, um, sorry, he that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Uh, and in some ways, I guess we could say it, it does deal with the subject of someone being miserly or greedy or selfish. And that does deal with the subject of giving at least to an extent. So let's ask God to help us and give us understanding as we look at these verses and then some others deal with the subject and give us principles for giving. Father, we are very grateful that you've given us another night and we're thankful for uh, the privilege, the opportunity to gather together to pray. Uh, and we're thankful as well that tonight we have uh, uh, just the, some time to uh, consider what you have for us in the matter of giving. And I pray that uh, our hearts would uh, be touched, that we would understand truth, and that, we would, uh, that it would affect our, our giving and, uh, in life. And we'll thank you for what you'll do and how you'll help us now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we already know, and I think it's pretty clear from Proverbs 11 and then every other one of the verses that, is, that deal with the subject, Giving is something that God expects. And uh, it is interesting to me, we uh, turned you at the beginning with the first point last week, as I said, we're going to just quickly review, to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Just a comment, just one thing to note, that is the only verse in Proverbs that deals with the matter of financial giving to, if you would, the temple or to the church or to the Lord's work, per se. Now you say, why is that? If Solomon dealt with the matter of giving, if he talked about the matter of giving and all other references, I believe every other reference in Proverbs, deals with giving to the poor, why would he deal so much with that subject and ignore the other one? And the answer is very simple. It's that the Old Testament law dealt with giving. In fact, it dealt extensively with the matter of giving, talking about the tithe, talking about free will offerings, talking about all sorts of offerings that could be made to God or should be made to God. And all those requirements were laid out and very clear in the law. So there would be no reason uh, other than at least uh, to, to mention at one time like he did for him to talk much about this matter of giving in that area because that subject had already been dealt with quite a bit and extensively in the law and quite honestly there wouldn't be really questions about it. But in Proverbs, uh, he deals extensively or at least in quite a, few uh, quite a few times in the matter of giving to meet needs of people who don't have. 
And so, um, and it makes sense that a lot of the Proverbs would deal with that because it's a subject that wasn't dealt with a lot in the law, although there may have been some talk about giving or meeting the needs of the poor, and yet not a lot. So we, we learn that giving, nonetheless, is expected. We know that giving is to be directed, and that is to God's house, um, and at least there's that one mention in chapter 3, and then to needy people, chapter 11, and many, and again, the rest of the references to the matter of giving pretty much are dealing with the subject of giving to needy people and meeting uh, their needs. But we left off here last week in chapter 11 and verse 24, as we just read, uh, there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. Uh, there is that withholdeth more than is meat. And we talked about this word meat, uh, M-E-E-T, all right? And uh, giving is all about righteousness. The word meat translated many times in the Old Testament. In fact, a majority of the time, it's translated upright or uprightness or righteous or righteousness. And so uh, here's what we learn then from Proverbs 11:24. There is an appropriate amount for someone to hold back to take care of and to meet their needs. Anything else should be, in essence, fair game. But, but giving is a matter of uprightness. It's a matter of right and wrong. And that's an interesting, that's an interesting perspective. In fact, it's one that often... Um, I, I had never really thought of it all that much before, but it is a matter of right and wrong. And sometimes people say, well, look, I, I can't afford to give. And God says, look, you're to evaluate your life. You're to look at the, the, what you have and what your needs are. And there's an appropriate and there's a right amount to keep back, but it's not all of it. And there's a right amount to give. And you need to discern what that is because there's right and wrong. And if you don't give attention to this, God says if you keep back more than you should and excuse not giving, understand this, it'll tend to poverty. You know why? Because God will work against you. That's the idea of this proverb. is that God is going to work against you when you hold back more than you should. And the other aspect is there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. And that would be totally unexpected. You don't scatter and then get more or have more when you scatter. It doesn't make sense. Uh, although our Lord did that in the matter of, uh, in the matter of feeding the 5,000, didn't he? Um, so the Lord has a way of blessing those who give and providing for them. And if you would, restoring that which they give so that someone can scatter and yet increase which is what you would, you would never expect that. And yet, that's how the Lord works. So giving is a matter of right and wrong. It really is. And understanding that if we make the wrong choice, then there's a consequence. And if we make the right choice, there's also a consequence, a reward, if you would. And we'll mention that actually a little bit later on. Now, uh, to go along with that, the next point is this. Giving is a spiritual matter. It's a spiritual matter. Giving is a spiritual thing. It's about a Christian walking with God, seeking God's face, and evaluating what you have and what is really needed and doing right by giving what is excess. Um, now you say, well, I have no ex excess. 
But the scriptures are, are kind of clear and give us an answer on that. In Timothy, God says, having food and what? Raiment. We're to be therewith content. He talks about this matter of, of what we have, and he says, okay, look, if you have food, if you have clothing, then you're to be content. So anything beyond that ought to be considered in the matter of giving. Um, th- does that mean there aren't other things? No, no, we're, we're not. But um, the Bible is, it seems uh, pretty clear in this matter that, that uh, look, there is a right and a wrong, and we need to evaluate what that is, and then it's a matter of a spiritual thing. It's, it's a walk with God that's going to help us to determine what to do and how much to do. And we even have that borne out for us, and we don't, we're not going to take time because it's not in the Proverbs and not dealing with, I mean, it is dealing with the subject of giving. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, the churches at, um, in Macedonia gave and gave when they didn't even have enough. They gave in their poverty. And so uh, it's, it suggests this idea, I need God's discernment. To, to be able to discern, all right, what do I actually need? And what should I be giving? Because I don't want to withhold more than I should. Does that make sense? I, I want to do what's right. Um, in another problem, we're told giving is spiritual. Look at chapter 14. So not only does the word meet and that whole verse suggest it's a spiritual thing, But look in chapter 14 and verse 31. He that oppresseth oppresseth the poor does what? Reproacheth his maker. But he that honoreth him, that honors God, does what? He has mercy on the poor. So get this, giving is a spiritual thing. It's actually a way in which I honor God or I dishonor God. And that is also a pretty powerful truth. Uh, In in chapter 17 and verse 5, a reference to this, Whoso mocketh the poor reproacheth his maker. He brings out that idea about reproaching God. And, and mocking the poor would be, uh, rather than lifting, holding a hand out to them, rather than meeting a need, rather than giving to meet a need, it would be making fun of. Or, you know, go out and get a job, man. You know, that kind of stuff. And God says, hey, listen, this is a, this is a matter of, of right and wrong, because when you do that, you're reproaching God when you mock them. We find it's a spiritual thing in chapter 19 and verse 17. He that hath pity upon the poor does what? Oh, you didn't get there yet. 1917. Okay, lends to the Lord. Giving is a spiritual thing. Um, The individual giving as led by God, we already uh, uh, considered that, and then giving money to God when they dispense it where where the need is. And that's an interesting thing. 
so that when I meet the need of someone who is, who is truly poor, by the way, that God doesn't tell us to not have, use discernment in that matter, but when I give to meet the need of someone who truly is poor, when I fulfill that obligation, I am not giving it to them. I'm giving it to God. This is a spiritual thing. I am lending to God, which is an amazing thing because you know what I'm lending to God? What he gave me in the first place. <laughs> so it's like, okay, Lord, I'll, let, I'll, 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 let you, I'll lend this to you. That's an interesting wording that Solomon, I'll, I'll lend this to you, Lord. And the Lord says, I'll pay it back. And he's good. He's good for it. Because he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So you, you can never give him too much. You can never lend too much to God. You, you got that picture? Isn't that, isn't that interesting how, uh, how Solomon would word that? So this is a matter of, 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 of spiritual, your spiritual walk with God. So it's a matter of right and wrong. It's also a matter of a spiritual walk with God. People who walk with God give. And people who don't, don't. That's, that's, that's it. It's, it's very clear in the Bible. All right, number, number five. Giving is to be done uh, voluntarily and selflessly. And th these things, by the way, some of these things are so evident. I know. It's, it's like, why do we even mention them? Well, because they're in our, our passage. But go back to chapter 11, if you would. And in verse 24, there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. There is that withholdeth more than his meat, but attendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat. He that watereth shall be watered also himself. It's to be willing. It's to be voluntary. Um, I, I know we already said giving is expected. It's required. But what's encouraging to me in the Bible is that although giving is expected and required, God also tells me how to do it, and God wants me to do it voluntarily. And 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter 9 tell us that we're to give hilariously, we're to give cheerfully. So it's supposed to be a voluntary giving. So it's what God expects, but God wants me to do it willingly. And and my attitude and my heart is very important. I need to have that kind of willing, willing attitude. The word scattereth. Uh, scattereth means to release something. So it, it's, here's the idea. It's in your hand. And what God wants you to do is be willing to release it. Let it go. And that is your choice. Now, here's the truth. You can withhold it. It's, it's like a, a little girl. She's been given candy and, you know, like a, maybe a, a handful of, of, two handfuls of candy. And she's like holding them for dear life. And so her mom wanting to teach a lesson says, I want you to share some of those with your brother. And she's like, okay, it never happens, I know. I'm going to do it. You know, look, give some to your brother. And maybe mom even uh, like has a, a bag of candy and she has it, hold it hold, is holding it behind her back, not telling her daughter what she has, but I've got something better, but you need to share some with your brother. If you share some with your brother, I've got something for you. 
And she may think, well, I'm not sure whether it's worth giving this up. So she's still, okay. Then she's going to lose out. And maybe mom then takes this whole bag of candy and gives it to the brother. And then sister is all mad and upset. But that's kind of the picture almost we get in the scriptures of how God works in this matter. That, that God says, look, I want you to be willing to give. And I've got a bunch waiting for you. But if you're going to just keep it here and you're not going to voluntarily give it, then you're not going to find the great blessing that I have behind my back that I'm ready to give to you. And so it's to be done voluntarily. It's to be done selflessly. Um, And here's the truth. When you hold on to it, God puts money in your hand, and when you hold on to it, you lose. Isn't that? that? That is just... It's just an amazing thing. You lose. You actually win by having that voluntary, voluntary, selfless attitude. Because when you do that, then God says, okay, I got this, got this behind my back. I've been waiting to give you. And um, it's just... Uh, and um, there, there's so much more to be, be said about that. But it's to be done in this voluntary, selfless way. I, I've got to open the hand and I've got to let go. Um, in, in 1917, uh, we just read it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back there real quickly. And let, let me read it again for you. In 1917... It says, he that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will he pay him again. So there's this willingness to give. The giver isn't coerced to give, but rather he observes a need, and then he, the wording is, stoops in kindness to an inferior. That's the word used when it says, uh, in verse 17, that he, um, he lendeth unto the Lord, or hath pity upon the poor. So he's just, okay, there's a need here, and I'm concerned, and I see it, so I'm going to give. And, and most all verses that deal with giving remind us that this is just to be a selfless thing. Again, the scattering, I'm going to let it go. Uh, the idea of watering. I'm, I'm going to, I've got this, I'm going to empty it. And God says, you, wa- you water something and, and you'll be watered. Uh, just, uh, there's some great, beautiful word pictures, but it's kind of interesting the way God, God talks about it. In chapter 22 and verse 9, God says he giveth of his, uh, he's to give of his bread. Again, it's just this willing, voluntary attitude. And, and I'm telling you if, you, if you approach giving as in, what do I have to give? Then you do not understand at all the book of Proverbs and what God says about giving. And quite honestly, you don't know what the, the rest of the Bible says about giving. Because in the whole of Scripture, the whole mentality about giving is, everything is God's anyway, and if you have something you can give, thank God for it and be willing. Now, giving is to be done, and we'll just, you know what, we'll just get back to these next time. Uh, there's, there's three more truths that we'll share about giving. 
and we'll kind of just hit on those next time we have time because I think there's more than I have time to share right now. Uh, but uh, these are important principles. And here's, here's the, a fact. I doubt I said shared anything you don't know, but we need to be reminded of this because, because it's an important thing to God and because sometimes we can lose sight of it. I, I know this. I know that in our finances, we, we just have things set up and, you know, just a certain amount goes to this, a certain amount goes to this, a certain amount is given. And sometimes you get to the place where, where all you're doing is, is you're just parting everything out and you've got all your plan. And, and we, need to, we need to get back to thinking when we give. And not just do it because this is what I've apportioned, but do it because this is what God has blessed me with. I'm thinking, I'm seeing the need, and I, I'm sensitive to God's leading, and I, I know what needs I have, and I'm giving, therefore, to God. And these things just need to be understood and practiced. And if we fail, here's the truth, we do, we hurt ourselves. And that is extremely clear in the book of Proverbs in so many different ways. So, uh, so let's, let's be givers and let's, um, let's please our Lord.